Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, Helen Deloach. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Tracy. Good morning, everyone. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to everyone. Let me uh, get Facebook up. Good morning. How you guys doing? Great. Great. Hey everybody, uh, Periscope, good morning to you. Who's on? Let me see. Uh, Shepard on. Because 
Because remember, in John 20, right, John 20, that's our focal verse. In John 20, Mary has gone to see Jesus. He is resurrected. They meet in the garden. That was the first day. Uh, go, go to the garden. And Mary has been called by name. Jesus recognizes her, not just as woman, but then as Mary. Here, here's the twist. She turns around, and she now, once she recognizes him, she calls him Rabboni, which really means, um, which really means teacher. That's phenomenal because she could have she could have called him anything. She could have called him provider because of that whole incident where she watches feet with with her hands. She could have called him protector. She could have called him Lord. She could have called him a savior. She could have called him Christ. She could have called him Jesus. But she recognizes him as her teacher. And today, our theme scripture comes out of First Corinthians twelve and twenty seven. Go ahead and type that up there. First Corinthians twelve and twenty seven. Because I think it's important that she's referred to that she refers to him as teacher, um, because that's very focused. First Corinthians twelve and twenty seven says this Now you are the body of Christ, an individual member of it. I'm reading the English Standard Version. Uh, you are the body of Christ, an individual member of it. And then what I want to help us really grasp is this idea of putting into play and practice your skill set. I don't know. I don't know what he has taught her. Maybe it's just been scripture. Maybe it has been, you know, some type of vocational skill. I don't know what she's learned, but what she does is she recognizes him as a teacher. And when you're trying to reclaim your identity, reframe and reshape who you are, you must know without doubt who you are is going to be based on what you have been taught. Matter of fact, John Maxwell says what you have been taught is not as important as who has done the teaching. So a couple things we want to do today, there's a lot of information, so you might have to catch it on replay, is one, you have to figure out what you're good at. What is it that you do? What is it that uh, I'm, I'm talking skill. I'm not even talking yet about spiritual gifts. I'm not talking about what you're anointed for or what you're called to. I'm just talking about basic skill, and that's important. Because what you are skilled in is not always what you are anointed for. They can be totally different. You know, everybody who teaches in the school system won't necessarily be called or anointed to teach Bible or Sunday school or VBS. They're different. They're different. Uh, it's possible for you to have practical skill in some area and be anointed and gifted in another. Case in point, uh, David, who has been anointed to become king of Israel, right, king of Judah, uh, his skill set is in slaying stones with a slingshot and singing and playing songs and harps. That's his skill. But he's anointed to become king. And the slingshot skill, the song skill are not prerequisites for being a king, but using his skill is what helps him be positioned to walk in his anointing. And, and today I'm saying you've got to figure out who's been teaching you, right? What have you learned? What are your skills? And put them into practice. We need your skill set. The world needs it. Your school systems need it. Our communities need your skill. So, so the first thing I want to really kind of highlight is this idea that when Mary's in the garden, she recognizes Jesus as her teacher, the person who has really helped hone her new skill set. And I don't know what your skill is, but, but, but you've got to figure that out. You've you got to work on that. Um, you have to know that every skill God gives won't be used Sunday morning in a worship experience. You know, everybody's not going to preach or teach or usher praise dance, be a greeter, be a deacon, a trustee, work the cameras and the audio. There's some other skill sets. There's some administrative skill sets. There are skill sets of encouragement and caretaking, babysitting. Those skill sets are important to the body. 
And what 1 Corinthians 12 and 27 says is that while we all are part of a body, we have our individual roles. And your individual role starts with identifying your skill. Now, when you talk about identifying your skill, understand, again, that when you're reshaping who you are and becoming, you know, this new person after the scars have set in, after the scabs and the abrasions and, and uh, you know, the cuts and scars of life have happened, uh, you know, this skill set you have has to be practiced, has to be used. And so in order to properly practice it, you need two things. One, in order to properly practice it, you need a teacher. Right? Everybody type, I need a teacher. Everybody needs a teacher. I don't care who you are, you need a teacher. And I'm, I'm going to kind of go through types of teachers that you can gain. Uh, but then in addition to having a teacher, you also must become a teacher. Right? You, you must become a teacher. You have to have someone that's teaching, honing your skills, and then you have to be a teacher because you don't really know how good your skills are until you pass them on to someone else. And that's really kind of also a segue into tomorrow's Devo. But, but let's kind of let's stay focused. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to me right there. Right? Let me stay focused. Uh, that you have to have a teacher and you must be a teacher. And when we talk about having a teacher um, or needing a teacher, let me say that there are different ways you can be taught. Teaching and training are fundamentally information exchange. You need somebody just exchanging information with you. The key is people exchange information in different ways. I'm going to give you just a quick list of types of teachers that you can get and understand that these definitions may change. They're fluid depending on where you get them, but this is kind of how I understand them, how I like to teach them. Uh, you can obviously have a pastor. A pastor is responsible for helping you holistically grow spiritually. It's not necessarily a personalized relationship yet. You can have a very global relationship with a pastor. It's great if you have a personal one, but a pastor is just the person, um, he or she, who is covering you spiritually, growing you spiritually, pouring into you spiritually. It is the voice you hear uh, that leads and guides you spiritually. So you need that kind of teaching. Uh, you, you could have what is a coach, right, an executive coach, a leadership coach, a business coach, a health coach. Uh, the coach's role is to come alongside you and help you find answers within. Matter of fact, I'm privileged. Uh, I'm privileged to serve as a John Maxwell certified leadership and uh, business startup coach, and so I get to, you know, I'm privileged to coach a few people into starting businesses, coach a few people into branding themselves, coach a few people into launching out in the ministry or establishing, you know, some type of organization. So I get to do that. But as a coach, I don't get to tell people what to do. As a coach, I, I ask questions to help them come up with the answers themselves. So a coach is a type of teacher trainer that you could get. Uh, you could get a, uh, a counselor. Now, the counselor's role is typically to help you repackage your past. Usually counselors ask enough questions about what you've been through, uh, uh, what you've been through, to help you figure out how you can use it to go forward. And, and so counseling is a good way uh, to be taught. Mentorship is a good teaching or training. Uh, you, you could have a really good mentor. Now, here's the difference between coaches, teachers, pastors, and mentors. A mentor doesn't just tell you what to do. A mentor shows you what to do. So typically, a mentor will allow you personal time in their personal space. Uh, you go with them to their home. You travel with them to events. Uh, you spend intimate time with them in conversation. Uh, and, and, and that's why the mentor is so much different from everyone else. As a matter of fact, don't get, in the, don't get into the habit of calling everybody a mentor. It's hard to mentor from afar. 
because mentorship is really something that has to take place in intimate settings. Uh, likewise, uh, discipleship. Discipleship is a form of mentoring uh, whereby the mentoring is specific to spiritual growth. Uh, again, you don't just go to church on Sunday to be discipled. Discipleship has to take place in intimate in intimate settings. As a matter of fact, biblically, discipleship took place when the teacher took the disciplee home. And like Jesus, he has these disciples. They travel with him everywhere he goes for 30, not 30 years, for three years uh, because he's been an intimate time. So that's one way uh, that you can be taught. Uh, and, 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 again, let me kind of reverse all of this. Not only should you have all of those things, but you should become all of those things, right? Jesus has come through his scars. Mary is coming through her scars. And the first thing Mary is going to be asked to do after she encounters Jesus is go and tell somebody else what Jesus has just taught her. Because in order for you to be a whole person, it can't just be pour in, pour in, pour into me. But there also has to be a vibe where you pour out, pour out, pour out to someone else. It's a give and take. And once you really balance out the give and the take, that's when you become whole after having been scarred and been cut in half, right? Your heart is whole because uh, we are we are designed like God, and God is both a giver and a receiver, right? All glory, honor, praise. All honor, praise goes to him, but we, we give it to him uh, because of what he has given to us. And as I, as I close today, let me help you understand that because you are skilled, you have to now show us what you're working with. But, but that has to be taught and that has to be, uh, that has to be shared, it has to be taught and it has to be shared. Father, I thank you. Uh, as we're running out of time today, God, I thank you for uh, the moment you've given us. And I pray now in Jesus' name that you would give us courage to use our skill, that you would give us, that you would give us opportunity to use our skill. And, God, humble us so that we don't get so boastful about our skill, that we use it uh, in vain or we use it for our own, uh, our own honor and glory. God, at the end of the day, we want you to be praised and recognized. So in Jesus' name, help us show the world what you have allowed us to work with. This is our prayer. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Look, I'm trying to stay true to our time. And so uh, in an effort to stay true to our time,